Good evening, everyone. This is the May 16th, 2023 uh, Council Committee meeting. First up for the Building and Grounds Committee, we have Chairperson Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds is called to order at 6.30. Ganim? Here. Stuckey? Here. Kepke is here. Uh, first on our agenda is the approval of the committee meeting minutes from May 2nd. Are there any changes? Nope. Nope. Then I move to approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Um, we have a purchase requisition for the gas detection system sensor replacements uh, for the police and fire stations. The amount comes to $6,308. If approved, the work will be completed with the annual gas detection system inspection in June. Any questions on that? No. Okay. Then I move to recommend to council approval of a purchase requisition to JS Controls LLC in the aggregate amount of $6,308 for gas detection system sensor replacements in the police and fire stations. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next, we have a blanket vendor purchase requisition for $24,999 for the repaving of the building engineering building parking lot. Uh, the work will be done by the service department and was budgeted in um, the project. Any questions? No? I, would you like to speak to it? Otherwise, I think it was pretty self-explanatory that you're finishing the project. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, this is um, uh, part of our new building engineering uh, complex that they're building up there. They're, they built a new garage. Uh, they just finished pouring the concrete floor. Uh, previously, they had poured a portion of the driveway from the street up to the parking area. And this will be the remainder of the parking lot where they're going to pour a new concrete parking lot to finish off the building. Um, there's still a few additional items uh, to come before council in the near future, but uh, we have most of the stuff needed to finish the garage siding, uh, doors and stuff like that. There's a few remaining items like some garage doors, which you'll probably see in the near future. Sounds great. Sorry I did not address you, Joe. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry, Councilwoman. <laughs> um, anybody? Questions? No? no thank okay. you. Then um, I move to recommend, let's see where I am here, I'm sorry. Uh, to council approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $24,999 for the repaving of the building engineering building parking lot by the service department. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, next is a tree canopy grant application for funding of tree planting, planning, and maintenance projects. Monica, would you like to tell us about this? Thank you, Councilwoman Kepke. So the Cuyahoga County Planning Commission has opened up their next round of the Healthy Urban Tree Canopy Grant Program. The city was successful in an award last year for the planting of trees, and we intend to apply for another grant in order to supplement the city's tree plantings um, in the spring and or fall, or fall and or spring, but I'll ask that um, Mr. Kick will speak to that potential scope further. Um, so this grant requires a local match of 10% and typical grant awards range from $50,000 to $100,000. Um, another thing to note is that the local match can be contributed in the form of in-kind labor and or materials. Thank you. Anybody, any questions, comments? Thank you. 
Um, I move to recommend to council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for a 2023 Healthy Urban Tree Canopy Grant coordinated by the Cuyahoga County Department of Sustainability, the Cuyahoga County Planning Commission, and the Cuyahoga County Soil and Water Conservation District with assistance from the Cuyahoga County Board of Health to provide funding for tree planting, planning, and maintenance projects. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, last on our agenda is surveying service for Central School property. Monica, are you taking that one? Or? I'll, t I'll take that one. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Um, obviously, as you guys are moving forward with the Central School, there's some work that has to be done. So the first thing that we will do is survey the Comstock property and perform the lot split for that one, which will the intent would be survey the property, locate the house, and then leave a legal lot by setting this the new side property line the correct distance off the side of the property. Then that split parcel will be uh, consolidated with the central school property. Uh, so we'll, we'll put together the lot split consolidation map. And after that, we will have to do whatever uh, zoning exhibits and legals that uh, Mr. Maddie will need as he prepares all the legislation and the uh, everything for the ballot. So there'll be at least the rezoning to on the central school for the r8a then the balance of the central school and then across the uh front of the uh the arlington frontage of the church property so we'll have at least those three and the exhibits to go the legal exhibits that go with it and if i if i may madam chair the legislation is already prepared before you and as the engineer produces those legals we will attach them to the legislation thank you there are no questions. Then I move to recommend to council approval of a motion authorizing Donald G. Boning and Associates to provide the requested survey services for it to create a lot split consolidation plat for permanent parcel number 601-34-004 Central School and permanent parcel number 601-34-003 Comstock House and the requested legal descriptions and accompanying exhibits in the amount of $6,500. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Is there any other matter for buildings and grounds this evening? No. no. All right. Thank you. Then I move to adjourn this committee at 636. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. We are finished. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Finance Committee, Chairperson Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, call finance to order at 636. Kingston? Here. Savage? Here. And Caruso's here. Uh, first up is the approval of the Finance Committee meeting minutes from May 2nd. Are there any changes? Hearing none, I move that we approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Next, we have renewal of our city's liability insurance. Uh, this would be a resolution that would accept the renewal of the city's law enforcement liability renewal insurance policy through Curtis Insurance for the period May 25th, 2023 through May 25th, 2024. Becky? Yes, I'll take that. Um, the first two items are all together, so I'll go ahead and address all of those. This is a favorable renewal given the times. Um, as I noted in my report, uh, the overall annual premium uh, increase is up 9.4% which is 2.2% above last year's increase. The reasons are not unexpected. Um, the standard annual rate bumps that we usually receive across the board 
um, but those have been impacted by inflation, and um, that resulted in a 4% increase in property and just a slight increase in our law enforcement liability due to minor personnel and rate changes. Um, but our vehicle and equipment fleet has remained flat with um, the same additions and deletions canceling each other out. And the good news is cyber liability is finally starting to stabilize after several years of really climbing. Um, the major impact on this year's uh, renewal is the volatility in the insurance market. Um, this unprecedented uh, inflation that we're all experiencing is causing the carriers a lot of angst. And um, higher replacement costs, the supply chain cha uh, challenges, uh, again, we're experiencing this in every industry, as you know. Um, a positive note is that uh, a big contributor to this year's renewal being decent um, is that the city's uh, claims and loss history was the best this year that it has been in many years So uh, when it comes to claims. So we did really well. Um, tonight we're asking for the passage of legislation to Wickert Insurance uh, for the renewal of the majority of our program and to Custis Insurance for the renewal of the law enforcement liability. And those would all become uh, effective May 25th, the usual annual date. That's all. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Does anyone have any questions? Mayor, anything you want to add? No. Okay. Then I would make a motion that we recommend to council approval of a resolution accepting the renewal <clears throat> of the city's law enforcement liability renewal insurance policy through Custis Insurance for the period May 25th, 2023 through May 25th, 2024. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Next, I make a motion that we recommend to council approval of a resolution accepting the renewal of the city's insurance and risk management policies with Weikert Insurance for the period of May 25th, 2023 through May 25th, 2024. Second. in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have uh, print managed services from Canon Solutions. This would be approval of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into a five-year agreement with Omnia Partners Vendor, Canon Solutions America for the city's managed print services for the city of Brexel. Becky? Thank you. Um, we've been working on this process to uh, select a new vendor for our managed print services since last September. Uh, we were previously with the company Meritech, and our agreement with them was we would purchase all of our toner supplies and um, necessary accessories for the fleet, and they would provide all the services and maintenance of it at no charge. Uh, Meritech was acquired last fall by a company named <coughs> Dex Imaging. Um, that started the process for purchasing and Chagrin Valley Dispatch to engage with three companies to obtain proposals, review those, and just um, interview them on their service offerings. And it's just taken a little bit of time to get here. Um, but those three companies were Dex Imaging, Comdoc Xerox, and Canon Solutions America. And even though Canon is an Omnia Partners uh, contract vendor, we still wanted to do our due diligence uh, with the RFP process, mainly because we wanted to engage with Dex Imaging since they had taken over that contract. But as we mentioned, Canon was determined to be the lowest 
and best option for the city. And with the approval of this five-year agreement this evening, we would start immediately working with Canon where they will replace nearly all of the city's printers and copiers with the newest technology and that will result in the city receiving over 30 pieces of new equipment. They'll begin virtually tracking the toner usage where supplies and toner are sent out automatically uh, whenever they can tell when each machine is needing those supplies. They would service the equipment when needed and they would even replace with brand new equipment should there be any issues. Um, they will be installing a new production machine up at the community center, uh, replacing a donated unit that we've had for several years that hasn't been working well for quite a while. Um, and it takes up a huge amount of space in Rachel's conference room, so you'll be gaining a lot of space back. But this new production machine will have the capabilities to allow for a lot of in-house production um, that is created for all of the city departments. So that'll be a nice savings. Um, all of this will be provided by Canon for $1,426 a month or $17,112 annually, plus any overages for uh, the allotted color and black and white copies that are in the contract. But historically, we've never had many overages. Um, our previous annual spend for these services was over $35,000. Mm. And so we're going to have a savings of over $17,000. <clears> we'll always have the latest and greatest equipment and technology and supplies and servicing from Canon. So <coughs> we appreciate your consideration of this request. We're very excited about it. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer those for you. I don't have any questions, but that kind of savings is significant. And obviously, it was time well spent going through the process. So thank, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you guys have any questions? No, it's great. Uh, and I will make a motion recommending council approval of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter in a five-year agreement with Omnia Partners vendor Canon Solutions America for the city's managed print services for the city of Brexville. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next we have scanner purchases. Uh, this is a ordinance for the general services administration administration contract purchased with CDWG in the aggregate amount of $3,966.69 for 12 brother desktop scanners to be placed in all city departments and used by the primary purchasing contacts to import support documents for requisitions entered into the new ERP software system. I think we, we, we had talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, Becky, do you want to? Sure. Um, when we go live in July with our new software program, our entire process is going to be electronic. So all quotes, packing lists, work orders, um, the supporting documents that go with all of our orders will be scanned in and attached to the purchase order in the system. So the scanners that we need require certain capabilities and we received all of those requirements from Tyler Technologies and CBD uh, sourced and recommended this brother desktop scanner and just to mention, it's, it's not the General Services Administration. It's actually a SourceWell contract vendor. Mm -hmm. I believe that's on the requisition, and it may not have made it to um, the committee agenda. Um, but these 12 scanners that we are requesting will go to the Finance and Purchasing Department and then to the other city departments where we have a purchasing point person who is designated to 
handle the processing of this scanning for the requisite requisitions for all the orders of that department. So um, that would include service, police, fire, community center, and building engineering. So that's how we're going to start, and we may add one or two down the road as we see our needs, but um, we're excited to get these in and get them set up, and uh, end user training is just around the corner in June. So uh, we'll be ordering these as soon as possible with your approval. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Questions? Okay. Then I would like to make a motion recommending to council approval of an ordinance for the General Services Administration contracts purchased with CDWG in the aggregate amount of $3,966.69 for 12 brother desktop scanners to be placed in all city departments used by the primary purchasing contacts uh, account to be charged C11015033300. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Next we have some fitness equipment. Um, this would be approval of an ordinance authorizing the state contract purchase uh, from G&G Fitness Equipment in the aggregate amount of $14,999.10 for four new pieces of equipment for various areas of the community center. Rachel, do you want to speak to Yes, these? thank you, Dominic. This purchase is to replace two treadmills that we just retired. They each had 90, over 90,000 miles on them. Our treadmills are used very heavily. And then also to get two new pieces of equipment that um, we've never had upstairs, which are the hack squat and the hammer glute drive. Rhonda and I have been researching these since uh, probably before Christmas, and this is definitely a want by a lot of our residents in our suggestion box, especially with the hack squat. So we are very excited for you guys to consider this purchase. Um, and we have room for it. The service department had removed our two, thank you to the service department for removing two of our retired treadmills. Um, so these two new treadmills that are not reconditioned would replace those as well. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I make, would like to make a motion recommending council approval of an ordinance authorizing the state contract purchase to G&G Fitness Equipment in the aggregate amount of $14,999.10 for four new pieces of equipment for the community center. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Last, we have consideration of a motion uh, recommending to council approval of a purchase requisition in the amount of $500 to be donated to the Brexel Broadview Heights High School as part of their after-prom sponsorship. So keeping kids in a safe environment after prom I think would be good. a good thing for the city to help support in my opinion Agree. Yeah. Uh, mr. chairman yes if I may um, because of some of the rules as uh, to a donation by a community like ours you simply need to make sure that in the motion you include um, what and council can determine this otherwise but what would be determined as the public purpose of the health safety and welfare and uh, um, um, of the particular residents, um, the seniors and the juniors involved. Okay. We did that as it relates to the dog jog, and that kind of public purpose is a valid public purpose. So when time comes for a motion, if you would include whatever you think the public purpose may be, I suggest that because that's what it sounds like, um, contribution for a good place for the students to be after their prom. Okay. In a safe environment. So that would be that's appropriate language to add. Yes. It? Okay. Please. Very good. 
Does anyone have anything they want to add? Nope. Do it. No. Okay. Then I make a motion that we recommend the council approval of a purchase requisition in the amount of $500 to the Broadview Heights, Rexville Broadview Heights High School after prom sponsorship in an effort to provide a safe and uh, friendly environment for our juniors and seniors to continue to celebrate their prom after the dance is completed. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, one item I'd like to mention under matters deemed appropriate, <coughs> I just wanted to give a quick congratulations to our finance department. Uh, this is the 32nd year in a row that they have been awarded the Certificate of Achievement for Excellence in Financial Reporting. Um, it is the highest form of recognition in governmental accounting and financial reporting. Uh, it's a significant accomplishment. It's awarded by the Government Finance Officers Association. And so to Laura and your department, the mayor and the rest of the administration, we just want to say congratulations on getting that certificate. And um, does anyone else have anything for finance? Laura, anything? Yes, sir. Okay. Then I would make a motion that we adjourn finance at 651. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 We're adjourned, Madam President. Thank you. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Chairperson Savage. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Legislation Committee to order at 6.51 p.m. Uh, Ganim? Here. Kepke? Here. And Savage is here. Uh, the first item on our agenda is approval of the May 2nd, 2023 committee meeting minutes. Are there any changes or corrections? No. Nope. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Um, our next agenda item is the um, appointment of the Director of Public Service, um, Mr. Kickle, as the um, Director of Public Service. Is that Mayor? Thank you. Uh, Council recently adopted a legislation appointing Joe Kickle as a trainee for the service director in the past three weeks. Uh, he's been working very closely with Ron Whiting, whose last day will be this Friday. Uh, Ron will be retiring uh, effective Friday. Uh, Mr. Kickle has uh, done a great job during the uh, training period. Um, I understand from the uh, service director not one time did the training wheels fall off of his bike uh, not one time did he uh, uh, do anything inappropriate but seriously uh, he has demonstrated that uh, he is very capable uh, and uh, is living up to the recommendation that we made after all of us had an opportunity uh, to interview him and work with him in uh, the selection process so we're looking forward to the recommendation to City Council that Joseph Kickle be named Service Director effective uh, May 20th, 2023. I should say Director of Public Service. Sorry. Good. Any questions from any note? Uh, I move to recommend to Council a resolution confirming the appointment by the Mayor of Joseph Kickle as the Director of Public Service. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Uh, the next item on our agenda um, is regarding the um, repeal of Ordinance 3584 that um, established the Telecommunications Commission. Uh, Mr. Maddy, are there any 
comments? I know we talked about this at our last meeting. Um, the only comment I have it is that this is an, an intended current purpose um, to repeal um, the chapter 719 and should council um, have a need in the future for either a tech or information um, commission or body um, this can be reinstated for that particular purpose at that time. Any other comments on this one? No. Uh, I move to recommend the council approval of an ordinance repealing ordinance 3584 establishing the Brexville Telecommunications Commission. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Um, the next agenda, agenda item um, is regarding uh, rezoning. Um, this is um, the Central School property. Monica, would you like to speak to this one? Thank you, Chairperson Savage. At their meeting of May 4th, the Planning Commission made a recommendation to City Council for a proposed zoning change to Central School and portions of the adjacent property. Um, this review of the proposed rezoning took place across four different meetings and included two public hearings with a lot of thoughtful and thorough review by members of the Planning Commission. So the proposed zoning amendments are as follows. A rezoning of the Central School property, 27 Public Square, from community facilities to R8A residential along Arlington Street for the portion of the site measuring 125 feet in depth from the right-of-way and local business for the remainder of the site with an RA apartments conditional use overlay with the exception that that conditional use overlay only be permitted on the second floor or above. The zoning of a portion of property measuring 125 feet in depth from the right-of-way of Arlington Street at 23 Public Square, which is the church property with a conditional use overlay for R8A residential uses. So the existing zoning for that piece of that property is auto parking AP, and it will remain auto parking um, if this proposed zoning amendment is to go forward with the R8A conditional use overlay. And the final component of the proposed rezoning is for 8929 Highland Drive, which is a portion of the Comstock property house. And that current zoning is R8A, and the proposed zoning is LB Local Business. So I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. Are there any questions from the committee or anyone else on this one? No? Okay. clear. Um, um, Chairperson, I, okay. may I just Chairperson. make one additional comment? Monica, you pointed out the most recent public hearings and meetings, but this is really something that's been talked about a lot over the last couple of years with the, the, um, the resident committee. And so I just wanted to make sure that that point was in the record that this discussion has really been taking place over several years and those comments were all incorporated as well too. Thank you. Thank you, Beth. Um, I move to recommend a council approval of an ordinance authorizing the rezoning of permanent parcels 6034004 and 6013405. Uh, second. 
All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, the uh, next item on the agenda um, is regarding a transfer of a liquor permit from uh, Rustic Hills Management to Township uh, Catering. Monica. Monica. Oh, Monica, sorry. Yes. Thank you, Chairperson Savage. So as I'm sure you'll remember, in November of 2022, an item at the ballot pass, was passed by the voters to allow for a planned development overlay district at the, the nine-acre parcel at Miller Road and South Edgerton Road for a wine room, gathering space, outdoor patio, and event center. So we were approached by the property owner who is in the process of seeking a liquor license for that location um, in his effort to, to move those plans forward. Can everybody hear me okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it crackling? Yeah, crackling. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, but Sorry about that. I can hear So this property owner and business owner is seeking this liquor license through the economic development transfer process. And this is, thank you, Philip. So this, this is the process, uh, an economic development tool offered by the Ohio Division of Liquor Control, which involves the transfer of an out-of-county liquor license. It involves the transfer of an out-of-county liquor license where there is an over-issuance of such licenses to an area of the state of Ohio that has a limitation on the number of available liquor licenses, whether they be claimed or whether they have a pending application and that is the situation we're in right now um, there is I, I, I did include in um, the memo for the community entertainment district um, topic of discussion for later on in tonight's meeting that we had two permits available with two applications on file um, as of today there is one application available with one application on file so there is effectively no liquor licenses there are effectively no liquor licenses available so um, <laughs> the request is being made for to initiate the process of the transfer of that permit and the applicant has requested your consideration for the mayor to um, to authorize the mayor to sign um, the form required to start that process yeah I have no issue with this I do are there any further questions or comments well just one comment it's it's part of uh, an economic development tool we need to have liquor licenses to get restaurants at the south end so of course this was anticipated as far as the current one that's being requested um, we have no objection we uh, did the background on the individual and his other businesses that he owns now and have no objection to it um, I move to recommend a council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to begin the process to transfer a liquor permit from Rustic Hills Management Incorporated to Township Catering Incorporated located on South Edgerton Road by completing and signing an economic development transfer form. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Um, the next two items on our agenda um, our quit claim um, deeds regarding the Sherwin Williams uh, parcel. I, go ahead. These are the last two deeds which we need to accept. All the property owners would have then transferred all their um, property to the city. In this case, Sherwin Williams was gracious enough to donate these two parcels. 
and what will happen eventually at a timing determined by the project and our transfer agent, all the deeds that we have received, we will quick claim all of that property to the state of Ohio. The state of Ohio will own the property that is necessary for the entrance and exit ramp. Thank you. Any questions related to this? Nope. No? Okay. Um, so the first one is a motion recommending to council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept a quit claim <clears throat> deed from Sherwin Williams Company for property known as parcel 6WD and also known as permanent parcel number 6040808. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. And the next one is um, I make a motion recommending to council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept a quit claim deed from Sherwin Williams Company for property known as parcel 6WL <clears throat> and also known as permanent parcel number 6040808. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Are there any other topics for <clears throat> the legislation committee? Um, with that, I move to adjourn um, at 7.03. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Madam President, we're adjourned. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Madam President. I call safety service to order at 7.03. Mr. Kingston? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. Yeah. I'm here as well. Uh, first up is the approval of the safety service committee meeting minutes from May 2nd, 2023. Do I hear any objections? No. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, we have two items to discuss this evening. Uh, first is on temporary uh, manpower uh, through triad staffing. Um, so for the service department to have um, temporary staffing for the balance of the year. Um, Mr. Ms. Reiser. <laughs> I'll start. Thanks. Um, you might recall last fall we came to you to uh, renew the safe staffing contract um, for the temporary manpower needs for the service department and we mentioned at that time that sometime in the future we were going to pursue the idea of multiple agreements to give us more options for where we can get the workers that we need during this time of year and after several frustrating incidents with workers provided by safe staffing from no-shows to leaving in the middle of the day to some concerning behavior while on the job. Uh, we had to bring this to you a little sooner because we couldn't wait until the end of the year to make this change. The agencies that we have worked with over the years and that have always bid these services for us, they are all facing these same challenges and they all completely understand their client's desire to have these additional options. So everybody's in agreement with what we're bringing before you. Um, so triad staffing, they were the next lowest bid when we did put this out back in 2020, and they agreed to um, provide the same rates and terms that we have with safe staffing right now. And in the fall, we do intend to administer an RFQ with several vendors, get their rates, and then we'll uh, present those to you um, recommending a few options for agreements so that we have a bigger pool to be calling on for these workers. 
Um, Ron and Joe may want to, to add a little bit more about the challenges that service has been facing and um, some of our upcoming needs with temporary manpower. Thanks, Becky, and uh, thanks, Councilman. Um, I'm sure you're all aware these are like unprecedented times when it comes to uh, people in the workforce. Um, specifically, we rely on these temporary staffing agencies for our trash collection, and um, it's just been very difficult. Uh, it's very hard to get folks who want to do that work. Um, some folks show up and just leave in the middle of the day uh, during their break. So uh, any other additional resources that we could kind of pool from to try to get workers is important. And, and just as a side note, um, any, anybody that knows any youngsters out there looking for some um, nice seasonal work here at the city, we're, we're also still looking for seasonal help. Um, and we're always looking for that because we've actually had, we're, we're experiencing a shortage of even some seasonal staff from like our local folks. So um, put the word out, I guess, that we're looking for some help, but uh, this, this will definitely offer a little bit of relief, we hope, uh, with some of the challenges we've experienced. Thank you. Certainly uh, can appreciate the difficulties of staffing right now. Any questions? Um, well, I'll be, excuse me, so I would like to move to recommend to council the approval of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into an agreement with Triad Staffing as the secondary option for the service department to schedule temporary manpower for the balance of the year. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, the next item is regarding our salt supply um, with the uh, consortium. Ms. Reiser. Thank you again. We continue to have our same 12 member cities in our purchasing consortium, and we were all very happy to see Cargill present us with a renewal offer to uh, keep the same terms and pricing um, as we move forward into the next winter season. Every city uh, unanimously agreed to bring it before our councils uh, for approval to remain at 52.21 per ton for the salt and our same 80% minimum, which for Brexville would uh, simply mean that we are contractually ob obligated to purchase at least 6,000 tons, and a 140% maximum, meaning that we could purchase up to 10,500 tons. Um, we continue to have that very significant benefit of a guaranteed 24 to 72 hour delivery, um, which compares to the seven to 10 day delivery time for those who participate on the ODOT contract. So we're very pleased with um, that coming our way and we appreciate your consideration of that. I will turn it again over to Ron and Joe for just a brief, um, and for Ron, final update on our salt supply. Thank you, Becky. Yeah, we, we've had our challenges through the years that I've been doing this. We've had different vendors. Uh, this last year, we fortunately had a mild winter, and, and Cargill has, has uh, supplied us salt that we needed. They've changed some of their operations 
and some of their trucking. So this is probably one of the, the smoothest winters we've had. They have a salt store now that we can order 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week to have the, the salt delivered. It used to be on holidays or what you couldn't get through the phone line. So that's all been streamlined. Um, we're about 4,500 tons. The, the, the service garage in the back is completely full of salt and we're probably two thirds down on stadium. So as we get closer to October 1st and with the price being the same, we'll meet our obligation for the 6,000 ton on stadium and then we'll have our, our salt barns fill what we'll maybe order about 14, 1500 ton to, to, fit, to fill that capacity for the 6,000. So uh, it's, it's been, uh, it's, there's been some, some interesting years. You know, we have a lot of hills and valleys and everyone comes through town to get to the ski slopes. So it's, uh, it's always been interesting winters, but the guys have really done a remarkable job keeping everybody safe. I'm, I'm certainly proud of all of them and I'm gonna pass this uh, on to Mr. Kickle from now on. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, Ron, I doubt anybody will say anything nice about you tonight, but uh, <laughs> I appreciated the time uh, chairing this committee and getting to work with you, and you're one heck of a guy, and learn more about salt barns and the details of things that I never knew even existed, and uh, appreciate you for every bit. Thank you. Uh, with that, I move to recommend to council the acceptance of the second year renewal of Carghill Inc. for the supplying of sodium chloride for the term of November 1st, 2023 through October 31st, 2024 for the use by the City of Brexville Service Department at the same pricing and terms presented in last year's public bid submission for the 2022-23 season. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Are there any other matters to discuss? No. Hearing none, I move to adjourn safety service at 7-Eleven. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. We are adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Chairperson Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. I'd like to call Streets and Sidewalks to order at 7-Eleven. Caruso? Here. Savage? Here. Kingston's here. First on the agenda is approval of our May 2nd, 2023 Streets and Sidewalks minutes. Any changes, corrections? Sure. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Next on the agenda is an amendment to resolution 5412. I know I spoke with Laura and Jerry about this. Jerry, you wanna explain it so everyone yes, understands thank you. it? Um, as council's aware, we had the two Riverview Road projects going and we asked QCI for a proposal to provide some uh, services for inspection. They did so and uh, the way the legislation was written um, the finance director had pointed out that the title only referenced to one project, so we're asking for an amendment to include that the, the resolution be um, revised to incorporate both projects and to allow the money to be used for both projects as their QCI's proposal stated. Um, Dave, anything? Well, it's basically... Uh uh, a ministerial matter. The exhibit was correct with the two projects, but if somebody read just the legislation and didn't look at the exhibit, there was only one of the projects listed. So this will clarify that so that there's not a question for the purchasing director who makes the payments under these. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Dave. Any questions? Yeah. With that, I move to recommend to council for their consideration approval of an amendment to resolution 5412 to amend the title to match exhibit A to include the Riverview Road Slope Repair Project 
and the Riverview Road culvert one and two replacement projects and allow the purchasing director to use funds allotted by this resolution towards both the Riverview Road slope repair project and the Riverview Road culvert one and two replacement projects. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, under other matters deemed appropriate, uh, if I could, on behalf of uh, the committee, welcome Joe. Um, thank you. Look forward to working with you. Uh, Ron, you know, my friend, imagine what's going through your head sitting back there for the last time, but, you know, it's been a pleasure uh, working with you these past few years, and, you know, Joe's up for it, I heard, but you've, you've set the bar really high. So, you know, thank you for everything. So, anything else? No, just thank you, Ron. This is working with you the last four years has been really, really pleasurable. I've learned a lot from you. You've always been really open with information, your accessibility, and you will you will be missed. But oh, Joe, you got big shoes to fill. Good luck. <laughs> okay. With that, I uh, move to adjourn streets and sidewalks at seven fourteen. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you, Madam President. We're adjourned. Thank you. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Chairperson Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Utilities Committee to order at 714. Caruso. Here. Kepke. Here. Stuckey is here. First item is approval of the minutes from the May 2nd, 2023 Utilities Committee meeting. <clears throat> Are there any changes or corrections? No, sir. Hearing none, I make a motion to approve as written. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> Glenwood Drive, change order number one. Mr. Wise. Thank you. Um, as the contractor is moving through, the um, two things came up uh, as we're trying to coordinate it. Uh, one thing that the contractor tracked time on um, was a culvert removal across Oaks Road. He turned it in to us to, for evaluation consideration, and um, after some back and forth, I'm presenting it to council for their consideration. When he was crossing Oaks Road, uh, both ends of the pipe was a 30 inch pipe, but the middle was a concrete box. I included the photo and um, I, I really couldn't argue with them. They had to bring in a machine with a hammer and uh, it definitely changed their whole operation. And um, after some conversation back and forth, they basically uh, hit the city for uh, about a half day's worth of um, uh, labor forces machines and then bringing in the other rental so that's the first part and the second part for your consideration would be um, we met with them to have a discussion about the paving their the operation their timing scheduling public uh, notifications and it's it's apparent that as they're going through it they're going to put the curb in and then you'll have a 6 by 18 curb standing there proud going down the street and that blocks everyone from on one side from getting in the driveway. And then they'll, after they get that one filled, uh, installed, they'll backfill against it. And then they'll go do the other side, which again would uh, prevent people from getting in. So just for the convenience of the residents and uh, tax buddy to project, I asked them for a price to change that out to uh, medium set concrete. So we could get people back in the yards about two days after they pour the curb and um they submitted a price uh it was basic it's a dollar a foot uh for the curbing and it's we've had some discussion on it it's and it's a reasonable cost and i think it will definitely improve the conditions on the on the road for our residents getting in and out 
so if council's in agreement, I would request that uh, they recommend approval of both items in ch and call it change order one for an increase to the project uh, purchase order in the amount of $13,968.52. Questions? No. Okay, then I make a motion recommending city council approval of change order number one for the Glenwood Drive reconstruction project in the amount of $13,968.52. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, Chippewa Creek Mill side project update. Uh, this was brought up at our last meeting. So I talked to regional sewer and they were uh, fine uh, with us just going through the project um, in general in just a, the basic and most, uh, I guess, just the simplest form. So they are going to start the project. I've included in your package um, uh, some renderings they sent over and their schedule. They are going to start the project uh, later this uh, month. What the project is, is a lot from the corner of the Creekside building to the Chippewa, the Brexel Road Bridge over to Chippewa Creek. They're going to put a wall, uh, a wall along the, uh, the north side of the creek. And to do, in order to do that, they are going to, um, take the entire first bay of parking against Brexel Road, use that for staging, but they're also going to access behind Creekside up through the creek to build it so they can access the wall from both sides. Um, the project will finish up uh, later this year. So it, again, the way uh, some of the deliveries are going on some of our projects, even though the schedule, um, I would anticipate this is gonna be the entire construction season that they'll be out there. Um, this is at uh, regional sewers cost. This is one of the projects they have chosen to do. It, is, it has no uh, money from our community share. Um, and um, it's, it's a good project for the owner of the Millside complex. And I don't see any impact on 21. They will have very minimal. They obviously had an impact on 21 where they moved the gas line. So uh, they, they have that. They have a little bit of water where they're gonna come in. They have to, there's a water main down in the bottom of the creek where they're gonna have to uh, shut it off, relocate it, so that when they're drive or they're drilling in the uh, piles, they don't hit it. Um, so there is a relocation of the water main included in the project. So that's why um, Cleveland Water is out there right now um, looking for all the line valves, digging those pot, those like six by six potholes and they're trying to get there, uh, making sure they can shut the main down for this project. So, but min it should be minimal and all staging should be off to the side. So just a, a couple of times they'll be out in the road uh, doing some work. Questions? Jerry, and could we just have an update on 82 and Calvin, please? Uh, sure. The, uh, I'd like to say they're progressing, but we actually <laughs> backed up a little bit. Um, there is a, one section of storm sewer right now that they're relaying. Um, there was a bust in their um, elevations that the contractor held. So they're, they backed up across the intersection of Emerald Woods and they're redoing that section. But um, they are progressing. Um, pump station is out of commission. Calvin, all the concrete uh, driveways are poured. They, are, they were in there today with uh, Cunningham paving. They'll be uh, redoing the road shortly, restoration pretty much along Calvin and up to uh, Calvin 
has uh, been completed. They're continuing to do pavement restoration as they advance to that next zone. We will be paved up to Emerald Woods on this side and they'll be starting over on the other side. The biggest, um, I guess the, the biggest complaint that the contractor has so far is doing the long connections, which we uh, required the boring as part of the bid package. That is not uh, going the, the way they had anticipated. They are lucky sometimes to complete one a day. And so that's been probably the slowest part of the uh, project. That's where they're at right now. Thank you. And for people who haven't been down there, Calvin is starting to look like there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. So people there, I, I, I believe, are starting to feel that we're, we're heading in the right direction. Any other comments? Okay. Hearing none, um, I make a motion to adjourn. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, Brian. Um, next up, we have the Committee of the Whole. I'd like to call that to order at 722. Roll call. Russo? Here. Gannum? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. Thank you. First up, we have the um, Committee of the Whole meeting minutes from May 2nd. Are there any changes or corrections? Hearing none, I move to approve the May 2nd, 2023 Committee meeting minutes as presented. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Thank yes. you. Um, first, next up we have um, uh, two condolences this evening. The first is for um, Councilmember um, Brennan. Um, are there any questions, Mayor? We'll be reading the condolences at our meeting. Okay. And I move to recommend to council a motion recommending, I move to recommend to council consideration of a resolution authoring, offering condolences to the family of former council member Neil Brennan. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you, motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have the condolence um, for uh, firefighter paramedic um, Bruce Gordon. So we'll be um, reading that this evening as well. Are there any questions? Okay. Then I move to recommend to council a resolution offering condolences to the family of firefighter paramedic Bruce Gordon. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Russo? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no A's. Next up, we have a commendation. This is for um, Lieutenant Johnson, who is retiring uh, from the police department. So will he be here with us tonight, Mayor? I don't know if he's coming tonight or not. I think he is, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully he is. He is. Chief Good. told me he would be here. Okay. Good. Are there any questions for that? Okay. And I move to recommend to council approval of a resolution commending Lieutenant Johnson upon his retirement from service to the city of Brexel Police Department. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next on our agenda, we have. Um, some information regarding a community entertainment district. Um, Monica provided us a lengthy memo, and so I'm gonna turn it over to her to lead the discussion. Thank you, Madam President. 
So tonight, I just wish to give you an introduction to an economic development tool um, similar to the introduction that Councilwoman Savage provided for PACE financing, which is another economic development tool. Um, this is an introduction to community entertainment districts. This is a tool regulated by the Ohio Department of Commerce Division of Liquor Control that makes additional liquor permits available above a mandated community quota. So this tool is typically applied to mixed-use developments and revitalization developments that involve a great level of investment in the community in which they are located. So as I'm sure most of you know, um, one of the prerequisites of, for restaurant estab establishments is the availability of an attainment, um, the availability of liquor licenses and attainment of those licenses. So as I described earlier, we have one liquor license available, which has one associated pending application. So ultimately we don't have any available liquor licenses in the city of Brecksville. Now in anticipation of restaurant establishments um, at Valor Acres, um, Tonight, I, I was just looking to give you an introduction of the concept so that we can move forward in creating the infrastructure required to accept an application for a community entertainment district at Valor Acres. And there are many specifics, um, as, as you saw in the write-up, but I'm happy to answer any questions you may have regarding community entertainment districts, but they are truly an essential tool to advancing um, this level of investment in these vibrant mixed-use areas in our community. Will the timing of the process sync up well with when we anticipate restaurants opening in Valor Acres? Do you foresee any problems with it taking too long, for example? Or So by establishing the application process at the city level at this point in time, um, it's to my knowledge, we are, we're going to be um, aligned in respect to timing. Good. Anybody I have else a question. Um, thank you very much for the detailed memo. I learned a lot from it, so thank you. One clarification um, that I wondered about was um, when we hear discussion about um, events that would be throughout the you know whole of you know we'll close down a street and um, have an event that would require licensing outside of this um, it seems like a very layered process I guess and I was trying to make sure that there was clarification that this is for the restaurants in this area kind of like an umbrella um, term but then there's other layers that would need to be added for other sorts of event spaces is Correct. that accurate yes definitely so this tool allows for the availability of liquor licenses within a designated community entertainment district but it still requires an applicant to go through the standard process required by the division of liquor control in attaining those permits now there is another tool called the dora and that allows for the um, the the consumption of of liquor and and beer um, in an outdoor setting uh, within a designated boundary. So that, that's a different tool, and we would require a different level of approval um, by the Division of Liquor Control. Okay, thank you. And just to specify for those that um, did not see the packet, 
the word entertainment is specifically for spirits and, and restaurants and not other forms of entertainment. Is that correct? So the definition, so there, there's a broad definition um, which includes entertainment, but the, the intent of what we would be looking to achieve is for restaurant establishments. That, excuse me, that term, um, entertainment, um, as it applies to this, would be restaurants only. Uh, their word entertainment would have nothing to do with our zoning, would not supersede our zoning, and have nothing to do with just because we passed it that someone would be able to open something that would be classified as entertainment. And I, I appreciate that. I just wanted to make sure, sure. everybody else knew that, too. Right. Thank you. It's an important part. I'm sure the citizens would be concerned. Monica, I have a, just a question about um, just the application and the ownership of land. So I think it's more for you, Mr. Maddie. But if you know we're owning the land and then at some time parcels are transferred to a different owner as part of the development of the property, is there any issue with the entertainment district encompassing that whole property even if we're not the specific owner of land? Well, first of all, the district itself has to be established. So um, Monica will be working with uh, G. Geronimo um, to establish that district. And if my memory is correct, we have to have a minimum of 25 acres. But D. Geronimo will be part of the process all, all, also. And as the mayor indicated, um, the residents should not be concerned. The consumption of spirits will be totally within the restaurants when they are built. And to, uh, the overlay districts and the primary office laboratory districts control the zoning there. So um, this, is, this is an effort to assist in what was contemplated for that area for um, the number of restaurants that may exist, not only to service the, uh, the corporate enterprises there, but to service the community. Um, and as Monica indicated, that DORA is another tool that's not part of this. So you might be reading, uh, as an example, for the city of Cleveland, they're talking about turning 4th Street into a Dora, where the restaurants would be able to serve alcohol and the customers can go outside in 4th Street, in the, in the um, right away, in the public, and have their spirits outside. That's not part of this. That's, that's totally separate. This is only intended for whatever restaurants would be in a normal restaurant setting to be able to serve um, the alcohol at the restaurants. And if I may, Madam Chairman, each and every specific license that will be issued will have to come before council for approval or objection, I should say, if there is an objection. And thereafter annually in the normal process that you see them. Thank you. Does, does this type of district also um, cover like the proposed grocery store and or hotel if and when? Or are those separate from the restaurants? It, it would be separate from the restaurants, but isn't it in the language? Um, so 
We're going to be working with DeGeronimo companies to determine the exact boundaries, but it would be, to my knowledge, the intent would be to include at a minimum both mixed-use phases of development, okay. including the grocery store. Yeah, so it would all be in one district. Okay. And one thing I did learn is that hotels are actually exempt from the quota-based licenses, so it would, a hotel wouldn't necessarily need okay. the CED license, but... <laughs> No. And again, it's confined to that section of development along Miller Road. It has nothing to do with the, the middle section, which is a different type of zoning. Is it possible, not thinking far in advance, but for a city to have more than one of these districts? Yes, definitely. So I know in Westlake, there was one CED associated with Crocker Park, and then they ended up with a phase two CED across the street from it so it's it's yeah it can be applied to different areas Thank you. Are any other questions mayor any comments no nothing further okay. thank you anyone else thank you monica we appreciate the detailed information and we'll look forward to continued discussions is there anything else for the committee of the whole no ma'am okay. Then I'll move to adjourn the Committee of the Whole at 7.34. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Ducky? Yes. Thank you. We are adjourned.
deadline but he's going to respond in due time he's got your information you're filing an answer today and they're going to file a judgment on the pleadings to try to get rid of some of the four claims and on that, that evidence claim we might have to have some depositions before they file a summary judgment but he's proceeding so I just wanted to make sure you yeah yeah okay Good to see okay. you, Lisa. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> the renewal. First thing. Second thing. Okay. Just to get them on their toes. Send them a picture of Tyson. I love it. Good evening, everyone. This is the regular meeting of Brexville City Council for May 16th, 2023. Will you please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call. Caruso? Here. Gannum? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. Thank you. First up are the minutes of the May 2nd, 2023 regular meeting. Do I have a motion? Madam President? Chair, uh, Mr. Kingston? I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes from May 2nd, 2023 council meeting minutes and approve as presented. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Annum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next Madam up. President, I also um, just move that we dispense with the reading of the May 2nd, 2023 public hearing minutes and approve as presented. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Russo? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Renninger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. First up tonight for our resolutions and our ordinances, we have resolution 5430. This is a resolution of an expression of condolences over the passing of former Brexel Council member Neil Brennan. If the clerk would please read. Resolution 5430. A resolution of and expressions of condolences over the passing of former Brexville Councilman Neil F. Brennan. Whereas on March 19, 2023, surrounded by his loving family, Neil F. Brennan passed away at the age of 80. And whereas Neil F. Brennan began his long and dedicated service with the City of Brexville when he was appointed as a member of the Planning Commission on January 2, 1991. And whereas Neil F. Brennan was then elected to serve on City Council and began his term on January 2, 1994, where he continued to serve until January 1, 2008. 
And whereas Neil F. Brennan was elected by his fellow colleagues to be the president of city council in 2002, where he served with great respect and admiration in that capacity through 2003. And whereas during his tenure on council, Neil served as the chairman of the utilities committee of council from 1994 through 2000, and then served as chairman of the building and grounds committee from 2006 through 2007, and he also served as a member of the Finance, Streets and Sidewalks, Safety Service, and Legislation Committees of Council. And whereas Neil F. Brennan served many terms on the Board of Zoning Appeals and the Planning Commission as a citizen member and as Council's representative. Whereas Neil F. Brennan served as City Council's representative to the Municipal Facilities Use and Review Board, Telecommunications Commission, and Volunteer Firemen's Dependence Board. Whereas Neil was appointed to serve on the Riverview Road Equalization Board in 2011 and the Master Plan Steering Committee in 2018. Whereas Neil's background as an engineer provided the city with valuable input and was appointed October 16, 2012 as the city's planning and zoning coordinator. Whereas, now therefore be it resolved by the City Council and Mayor Jerry N. Ruby that Section 1, the Mayor and Council do extend their most sincere condolences and heartfelt sympathies to the family and friends of Neil F. Brennan. Section 2, upon this sad occasion, the Mayor and Council do call upon all residents to remember and reflect upon the many contributions made by Neil F. Brennan and memorialize his lasting contributions throughout the City of Brexville. Section 3, the Clerk of Council B, and she is hereby authorized and directed to certify a copy of this resolution and cause the delivery of same to the family of Neil F. Brennan. This resolution shall be in full force and effect from and after the earliest period allowed by law. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Mayor? Uh, thank you, Madam President. Uh, I know we have members of the Brennan family here, I believe, are they not? Yep. Is somebody here from the Brennan family? I think so. Okay, maybe they couldn't make it. We thought they would be here. But uh, I'd just like to say a few words about Neil Brennan. Uh, I had the, uh, the distinct privilege to serve with him all of the years that he has uh, and did serve the city. Uh, in the one Godfather movie, uh, Al Pacino has a line where he says, they keep pulling me back, and that's sort of exemplifies Neil Brennan every time he uh, left the city and said, well, I'm done, thank you very much, I served on council. We brought him back for something else and would call him on the phone and he'd always say, yes, I'll serve. Equalization board, uh, board of zoning appeals, um, master plan, whatever it was. Uh, when he served on council, he had probably the greatest wit and humor about him. Um, he was uh, sitting on council during the Great Flood in 2006, and I told the story about what happened to him one night in the, uh, in the council meeting. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell it again, because I think most of you were not here when I talked about that, but uh, Neil was uh, sitting right there where Mr. Stuckey is sitting, and 
everybody on council was quiet that evening, but a room like this filled totally from front to back. People uh, very upset over the flood that took place um, that, uh, that uh, Thursday before um, the council meeting on Tuesday. Uh, it was so severe and so serious that people lost their houses and uh, there were millions and millions of dollars of damage of, of water. At, at 21 and 82, there was a foot and a half of water depth at, right in the intersection, if you can believe that. So Neil um, was sitting there and the people kept yelling and, and were very unhappy. And nobody on council said a word, not one word. This went on for two hours. So finally, uh, this one lady was talking and she talked about her backyard and she was implied that, that water could run uphill. And the only way that this water could have gotten to her is if it either backed up or ran uphill. So Neil said one simple thing. He said, ma'am, I hope you understand, water doesn't run uphill. With that, the entire place broke out into the largest boo I've ever ever heard and Neil sat there and just sort of looked at him and said well you asked me and that was the end of it nobody else said another word but that was Neil Brennan I mean he he knew when to say the right thing and that was the end of the meeting for the night after that but uh, we have a book of, of famous quotes Neil's in that several times but his claim to fame was the fact that he was an engineer he shared that talent with the city over and over again um, he, with with the planning commission, with the building department, with the utilities committee, uh, with streets and sidewalks, he was always involved and always there. So uh, just on behalf of the city, we appreciate so very much uh, his service. Um, a little piece of paper saying thank you is all that uh, he's being offered, but I know, uh, I know him and if he was here today to receive that piece of paper, he would say that's not necessary. I just giving to my community. So Neil Brennan will be remembered as one of the, one of the finer uh, representatives of the city and member of city council. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. <clears throat> Next up we have resolution 5431. This is a resolution of, resolution of and expressions of condolence over the passing of former Brexville firefighter, Bruce Gordon. If the clerk would please read. Resolution 5431. <laughs> Resolution of and expressions of condolences over the passing of former Brexville firefighter paramedic Bruce Gordon. Whereas on March 10, 2023, surrounded by his loving family, Bruce Gordon passed away after a short illness at the age of 60. And whereas family meant so very much to Bruce Gordon, as can be seen through his beautiful wife of 30 years, Sandra, and his children, Rachel, Lindsay, and Joshua. And whereas Bruce began his long and dedicated service with the city of Brexville, on February 1st, 1983, as a firefighter paramedic until his retirement March 7th, 2023, and serving part-time for local communities of Copley and Bath. And whereas Bruce Gordon was responsible for ensuring the fire department had the proper equipment for the emergency medical program and designed the ambulances for the fire department. And whereas Bruce Gordon served on the dive and rope team, technical rescue for Brexville, and acted as the liaison with Metro Health Medical Direction, assisting in creating several medical and fire training programs for the department. 
And whereas during his career with the fire department, Bruce was a dedicated member of the Brexel Firefighters Association and served as the president for many events, such as the Clambake events and Safety Town fundraisers. And whereas Bruce Gordon was a hockey player playing for the Greater Cleveland Fire Department team up until his illness. He was also a softball player and avid, avid fisherman. Bruce was known as the camp counselor at fish camp and in the firehouse. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the City Council and Mayor Jerry N. Ruby that Section 1, the Mayor and Council do extend their most sincere condolences and heartfelt sympathies to the family and friends of Bruce Gordon. Section 2, upon this sad occasion, the Mayor and Council do call upon all residents to remember and reflect upon the many contributions made by Bruce Gordon and memorialize his lasting contributions throughout the City of Brexville. Section 3, the Clerk of Council B, and she is hereby authorized and directed to certify a copy of this resolution and cause the delivery of same to the family of Bruce Gordon. Section 4, this resolution shall be in full force and effect from and after the earliest period allowed by law. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Mayor? <clears throat> Chief, you want to bring the family uh, forward and Council President uh, Redinger would like to make a presentation to the family. Uh, and if you'll bear with me, I'd like to just say a few words. This was a, uh, a life cut short that you hear about all the time. Um, when it hits home like this one did, uh, it saddened our city greatly. The show of emotion by the firemen, policemen, and others in our city family was absolutely incredible. This was a young man who was a gentleman. He was one of the nicest of the firemen that I had the honor and privilege to know. Uh, he was extremely respectful. I'm a little concerned, although he was called camp counselor at fish camp and at the firehouse. I don't know what that means. So I hope it, it meant something really good and funny, not something really bad and sad. But uh, I'm, I was shocked to hear that because I know of his character and I know how the firemen are. And although I'm trying to be a little bit funny at this point, I hope you, you gentlemen didn't corrupt this fine young man. He loved his family, there's no question about that. His affection for his family was uh, paramount. Uh, he dedicated his life to the city. If you notice, 40 years and he died at, at 60. So that means, you know, just almost a little bit out of high school and just starting his life, he became a, a member of the Brexville staff. Uh, and he did distinguish himself greatly. Um, design of ambulance, design of equipment, rope team, uh, rescue team, uh, just every day. And when, when there was a fire, you know, you, you, you'd see the backside of him as he'd go in that building. Um, great paramedic, did a wonderful job. 
He was sick a long time, but he continued to work. At times, we almost felt like saying, Bruce, just stay home, relax, but he wouldn't. He just loved his job. He loved being here. He had the privilege of working with his brother on the same department. He had the privilege of watching his children grow up in this community that he spent his greatest part of his life in. Um, he shared his uh, daughter with us during uh, Christmas plays and uh, shared his family whenever and however he could with the fire association. And he was an integral part of the Brexville Firemen's Association. And I just could go on and on, but I, I just want to say and tell the people of this, uh, this, this gathering that I, I think many of you are aware that uh, when it looked like Bruce had come to the end of his, his life, uh, he was brought to Brexville and the fire department greeted him. Um, it was one of the most emotional things I can recall that I witnessed and saw in our city a display of love and affection that his fellow firefighters had for him and the police officers that, that showed up and the neighbors that walked over. This is truly a life that will be missed and truly a life that will be remembered for being decent, being good, being funny, being happy, enjoying life and being active in life. So to the family on behalf of all of us in the city, we continue our sympathy and our condolences to you. We thank you for the time that you shared him with us and we pray that uh, he is rest in peace. So if the council uh, president would uh, do the honors, uh, want make it very clear, Bruce retired. He served to the last day. The unfortunate thing is we couldn't get him in here to honor him and give him his clock. So tonight, on behalf of the family, his lovely wife, his children are here to give him and accept his clock. So have you done that and you've taken care of that? Chief, did you want to add some words? And I want to thank all of the law enforcement and firemen that are here uh, tonight showed up to pay their respects to the uh, to the Gordon family. Mrs. Gordon, did you want to say anything? Or? Thank you to the city and everyone that supported our family. You're very, very welcome. How about his brother? You got anything to say for yourself? The city was fabulous. You know, anything we needed, they took care of it. God bless you all.
Next up, we have Resolution 5432. This is a resolution commending Lieutenant Bob Johnson upon his retirement from the Brexel Police Department. If the clerk would please read. Resolution 5432. A resolution commending Lieutenant Robert Johnson upon his retirement from service to the City of Brexville Police Department and declaring an emergency. Whereas Mayor Jerry N. Ruby and the members of council wish to commend and honor Police Lieutenant Robert Johnson, who retired on May 4, 2023, after serving nearly 33 years in the City of Brexville Police Department. And whereas Robert, Bob, Johnson began his career with the City of Brexville on December 30, 1990 as a patrolman. Thereafter was promoted to sergeant on October 23, 2011 and finally to lieutenant on May 1, 2016. And whereas during his noteworthy career in the City of Brexville, Police Lieutenant Johnson has demonstrated his commitment to the safety and well-being of, of our community and its people and has served with distinction as one of the SWAT team members, a patrol training officer, a laser speed device instructor, officer in charge of the accident investigation unit, jail administrator, and whereas Lieutenant Johnson has been recognized by MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, for his efforts in removing drunk drivers from the roads, and whereas as a result of his outstanding career, he is leaving a remarkable record of accomplishments that were performed bravely and with noteworthy discipline and tenacity, and yet with compassion for his fellow officers and those in need. And whereas Bob Johnson in his retirement leaves a legacy and reputation as being one of the finest police officers to have served the city of Brexville. Now therefore be it resolved by the council of the city of Brexville, County of Cuyahoga and state of Ohio that section one, the mayor and council wish to extend their most sincere best wishes to Lieutenant Robert Johnson upon the momentous occasion of his retirement from the city of Brexville Police Department. Section two, the mayor and council wish to publicly commend and express appreciation to Lieutenant Robert Johnson for his more than 32 years of dedicated, loyal and committed service to the city of Brexville and call upon all residents to acknowledge and reflect upon the many contributions to the betterment and safety of our community by Bob Johnson and wish him good health, happiness, and a long life during his retirement, as well as to extend appreciation to his wife and family who shared this fine man with the city of Brexville for more than 30 years. Section three, the clerk of council B, and she is hereby authorized and directed to certify a copy of this resolution and cause the delivery of same to Robert Johnson. Section four, this resolution shall be in full force and effect after the earliest period allowed by law. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Mayor? Thank you. Uh, Lieutenant Johnson, I, I just want you to know that as we were putting together this resolution, most of what we wrote here came from other resolutions for retiring officers. I just wanted you to know that. We were sort of confused as to what to say about you, so we just copied a few of those, so, just so you know. 
I had the distinct pleasure of calling Bob up on his last day of working for the city and, and, and wished him very well and told him that it was wonderful having him here, but I really didn't care much about the fact that he was leaving. Who cares, right? But I really do care, and, and, and you know that. Uh, Bob has been an exemplary officer for us. Uh, we have developed a great relationship over those years. You stole one of our city employees and made her your wife. Uh, you fathered that beautiful child sitting there between you, Elizabeth. Uh, you became part of the city family all those years. And, uh, and we really enjoyed working with you, and I know the staff relied upon you for many, many things. Uh, I can remember some very serious incidents that took place, and you were there, and uh, you dealt with it, and dealt with it with a high degree of <coughs> excuse me, professionalism. Uh, Bob was, is one of the administrators, so to speak, of the department. He grew into that and was an expert in scheduling, an expert of, uh, of acts investigation, expert in radar, and, and just one upon another upon another. He just excelled in many. So Bob, you have earned this retirement and we wish you the very, very best. Uh, I'm so happy that you're in the kind of health that you're in and uh, I'm, I, I'm sure you're looking forward to you know, a long and healthy retirement. So, Bob, um, Council uh, President will present you a clock on behalf of the city. Um, I'll, I'll give you the address where you can get the works to put in it later. Um, <laughs> but on behalf of the city, I just want to tell you, Bob, thank you so very, very much. And Carissa, thank you for sharing him with us. I'm sorry that he stole you uh, when you were a child, but that's, that's Bob Johnson. He's the kind of guy you want to love. All right, Bob, it's your turn. A few quick words. Um, I just didn't realize that 32 years ago when I came into my police interview that I would have such a, a moment where I would be here now today. spent over half my life here uh, protecting and honoring the citizens of Rexville. And it's been a tremendous um, <coughs> honor and doing that. Uh, I'm very thankful and grateful for my time in the Rexville Police Department. I'm also thankful for the, uh, for the support that I received from City Council, Mayor Ruby, and the six police chiefs that I served under, Chief Kanzler, Chief Manorino, Chief Carlin, Chief Jarrett, Chief Goodrich, and Chief Perenna. I'd also like to thank um, the captains, lieutenants, sergeants, and patrolmen that I've got to work with over my over these years. I'd also like to thank Lieutenant Craig Mares. He is the only officer that I worked my entire career with. He was here when I walked in the first day, and he was here the day that I left. I'm leaving my position now so I can spend more time with my family, my wife, Carissa, and most importantly, my daughter, Elizabeth. And again, I would just like to thank you for this acknowledgement.
Thank you again, everyone, for being here tonight. I know that each one that we have recognized uh, appreciates your support and your presence being here. And I'd like to welcome former Chief Kanzler. Thank you for coming back. Uh, sitting behind the chief is uh, the infamous, legendary <laughs> Sergeant. Somebody help me out on that, would you please? Get old. <laughs> Lodi, Lodi, right? Sergeant Lodi. No, but again, gentlemen and ladies, thank you all very much for being here. Uh, I know that they all appreciate it very, very much. And uh, Bob, Chris, and Elizabeth, good to see you. Thank you, everyone. We have one more um, appointment this evening. Uh, this is resolution 54, or one new appointment this evening, resolution 5433. <clears throat> This is an appointment for Joseph Kickle to the position of Director of Public Service. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5433, a resolution confirming the appointment of Joseph Kickle as the Director of Public Service in the City of Brecksville and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Annam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Mayor? Uh, Joe, if you'd uh, come forward, we'll administer the oath of office to you. Uh, Joe started as a trainee with the city three weeks ago. First time in our history we had a service director trainee. Um, he gets to take the training wheels off, as I said earlier tonight, and uh, become the real service director, effective this coming Saturday, uh, the 20th of May. Uh, Ron Whiting, who is retiring, uh, will be honored on June 20th at the city council meeting that evening, if any of you would like to come back and attend uh, that uh, ceremony that we'll have for Ron. Uh, Joe is a, a former Deputy Director of Public Works in the City of Cleveland Heights. Uh, we have observed him these past three weeks and he is very, very knowledgeable uh, about uh, the job of Service Director, Director of Public Works. Uh, he comes to us with great credentials and we're very fortunate again to have him with us. So Joe, if you'd come up, we'll administer the oath effective uh, this coming Saturday the 20th of May. So if you'd raise your right hand, insert your name as I insert mine and repeat after me. I, Jerry Ruby. I, Joseph Kickle. Do solemnly swear and affirm. Do solemnly swear and affirm. That I shall uphold the Constitution of the United States. That I shall uphold the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution and laws of the State of Ohio. The Constitution and laws of the State of Ohio. The Charter Ordinances and Resolutions of the City of Brecksville. The Charter Ordinances and Resolutions of the City of Brecksville. And that I shall faithfully, honestly, and impartially. And I shall faithfully, honestly, and impartially. Discharge my duties. Discharge my duties. As Director of Public 
Public Service, sorry. As Director of Public Service. During my said term of employment. During my said term of employment. As I shall answer to God. As I shall answer to God. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Do you want to say anything? Go ahead. Thank you. Sure. Um, I'd just like to, uh, I'd like to thank the mayor for the appointment and uh, all the council members for approval. And uh, one thing that's been clear, I'd like to thank Ron Whiting, of course, for um, all the assistance he's been giving me over the past few weeks, showing me around the city, familiarizing me with everything. But one thing that's been made clear throughout these past uh, almost three weeks is that there's a shared passion of service uh, amongst everybody here at the city. Uh, it's a great group of people, great leadership, and I'm just very uh, glad and I'm excited and to be part of this team. So thank you, Mayor, and thank you, Council Members. I'd just like to thank all the great staff I've met so far, too, here as well. Thanks, Joe. Well started. Madam uh, President. Yes. I, I, I want to mention a couple people that I missed in. Uh, that are out in the audience. Former uh, Patrolman Repa, who was uh, with our police department for a, a number of years and served with great distinction. Lieutenant uh, Zimlick from our fire department, who is also here. I'm sorry I missed you two retirees. Thank you very much uh, for being here. It's, it's appreciated. It's good to see both of you. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Well, I know you'd like to all stick around for the rest of the meeting, but you're certainly welcome to go uh, whenever it suits you. Thank you, everyone. Talking about salt barn, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. There is tonight. Who else did I miss? Yeah. Probably miss others. Sounds down. This will be good. I'll have to play this after for Grandma and Grandpa. He is such. He's going to be a heart. He's going to be a heart. She wants to say. Elizabeth wants to come see you. Oh, she wants to hug. And you can hear my son. <laughs> and he's what, two? Two, three? He's already two yet. Already two yet. That is precious. <clears throat> That's how it should be. That's how it should be. All right, moving along. Next up, we have Resolution 5434. This is for the insurance renewal proposal for the city's law enforcement liability insurance policy with Custis Insurance. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5434, resolution accepting the renewal of the city's law enforcement liability insurance with Custis Insurance Service, Incorporated for the period May 25, 2023 through May 25, 2024 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso. Yes. Gannum. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso. Yes. Gannum. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. 
Item 8 is Resolution 5435. This is an, also an insurance renewal proposal for the city's various ins insurance policies with Wickard Insurance. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5435, a resolution accepting the renewal of the city's insurance policies with Wickard Insurance for the period May 25, 2023 through May 25, 2024 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion, <clears throat> motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have resolution 5436. This is a master. This is a resolution for a master sales and service agreement with Canon Solutions America Inc. for managed print services. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5436, a resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a master sales and services agreement with Canon Solutions America Incorporated as an Omnia Partners purchasing organization, authorized vendor for managed print services, and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Russo? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have resolution 5437. This is a resolution to accept a quick claim deed from Sherwin-Williams Company for the property known as Parcel 6WD. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5437, a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept a quick claim deed from Sherwin-Williams Company for a property known as Parcel 6WD and also known as Permanent Parcel number 6040808 in declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Russo? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on, we have resolution 5438. This is a resolution to accept a quick claim deed from Sherwin Williams Company for the property known as Parcel 6WL. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution number 5438, a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept a quit claim deed from Sherwin-Williams Company for property known as Parcel 6WL and also known as permanent parcel number 6040808 and <coughs> declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Resolution 5439 is an amendment to resolution number 5412 to include the Riverview Road Culvert 1 and 2 replacement project. If the clerk would please read by title only. 
Resolution 5439, a resolution amending resolution number 5412 to amend the title and authorize the use of funds for both the Riverview Road Slope Repair Project and the Riverview Road Culvert 1 and 2 Replacement Project and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Moving along, we have resolution 5440. This is a resolution authorizing an application for the 2023 Healthy Urban Tree Canopy, Canopy Grant. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5440, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for a 2023 Healthy Urban Tree Canopy Grant coordinated by the Cuyahoga County Department of Sustainability, the Cuyahoga County Planning Commission, and the Cuyahoga Soil and Water Conservation District with assistance from the Cuyahoga County Board of Health to provide funding for planning, maintenance, and tree planting projects and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 14 is resolution 5441. This is to authorize the mayor to begin the process to transfer a liquor permit from Rustic Hills Management Inc. to Township Catering Inc. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5441, a resolution authorizing the mayor to begin the process to transfer a liquor permit from Rustic Hills Management Incorporated to Township Catering Incorporated, located on South Edgerton Road by completing and signing an economic development transfer form, TREX, and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso. Yes. Ganim. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso. Yes. Ganim. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you, motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have Ordinance 5619. This is an ordinance to repeal Ordinance 3584, which established establish the Telecommunications Commission. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5619, an ordinance repealing Ordinance 3584, establishing the Brexville Telecommunications Commission and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Hannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Hannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. 
Moving on to Ordinance 5620, this is an ordinance authorizing a contract with CDW-G for the purchase of 12 Brother desktop scanners. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance number 5620, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of 12 Brother desktop scanners from CDWG through SourceWell, formerly the National Joint Powers Alliance, for use in all city departments and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on to Ordinance 5621. This is an ordinance authorizing an agreement with Triad Staffing as a supplementary source for temporary manpower. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5621, an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into an agreement with Triad Staffing as a supplementary source for temporary manpower for the service department and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have Ordinance 5622. This ordinance authorizes the purchase of certain recreation equipment for th through the State of Ohio Administrative Services Purchasing Program. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5622, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of fitness equipment for use by the Recreation Department from G&G &G Fitness Equipment through the State of Ohio Administrative Services Purchasing Program and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. <laughs> Next up, we have Ordinance 5623. This is for the rezoning of Permanent Parcel 601-34-004 and Permanent Parcel Number 601-34-003 as recommended by the Planning Commission to be placed on the November 7th, 2023 ballot. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5623. This is the first reading. An ordinance amending the zone map of the city of Brexville for permanent parcel number 601-34-004-27 public square, currently zoned CF community facilities to R8A residential along Arlington Street for the portion of the site measuring 125 feet in depth from the right of way and local business, LB local business, to the remainder of the site from an RA apartments business to the remainder of the site from an RA 
apartments conditional use overlay with the exception that the RA apartments conditional use only be permitted at the second floor or above and amending the zone map for a portion of permanent parcel 6013405 measuring 125 feet in depth from the right-of-way of Arlington Street at 23 Public Square with an R8A residential conditional use overlay and amending the zone map for a portion of permanent parcel number 6013403-8929 Highland Drive measuring plus or minus 50 feet west of west parcel line to LB local business. Motion to move to second reading. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Lastly, we have um, some correction items to some uh, numbering of ordinance that took place that I'd like to um, seek a motion for or, or read a motion and, and seek uh, approval on. I move to correct ordinance numbers incorrectly announced at the May 2nd, 2023 meeting. The ordinance accepting the bid of Delta Industrial Painting is Ordinance 5614. The ordinance accepting the bid of WR restoration is ordinance 5615. The ordinance adjusting appropriations is ordinance 5616. The ordinance authorizing the purchase of I plan tables is ordinance 5617. And the ordinance authorizing a contingency for Miller Road is ordinance 5618. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Hannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Now moving on to the report of our council representatives for our boards and commissions. First up for the Board of Zoning Appeals, Council Member Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Board of Zoning Appeals met last Monday and has one appeal for councils that they're recommending for council's consideration and subsequent approval. I move that we vote on and approve appeal 2023-21 for one, a variance from section 1185.03A maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet, and two, a variance from section 1185.03B to allow a six foot fence in front of the building line on a corner lot at 8395 Timber Trail, permanent parcel number 601-21-057. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. That concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Planning Commission, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. Um, I have two items. Um, first, I just want to thank the uh, Planning Commission for the hard work on the rezoning, um, all the discussions that went in um, for the rezoning of Central School property. And the second item is the zoning code amendments. Uh, at the Planning Commission meeting of May 4th, members were provided with an update regarding proposed amendments to the zoning code in relation to architectural parameters 
for the R8A residential zoning district and a lot coverage requirement for all residential zoning districts. This item will continue to be heard at future planning commission meetings. And the next meeting will be May 25th at seven o'clock in council chambers. And that concludes my report. Thank you, Brian. Next up for the Recreation Commission, Council Member Gannam. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the Recreation Commission has its next meeting this upcoming Monday, May 22nd at 7.30. And that is all I have. Thank you. AJ, next up for the Department of Human Services, Council Member Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the next Human Services Advisory Board yes. meeting will take place at the Human Services Building on Tuesday, June 13th at 3 o'clock. Um, there was an event on Valley Brook this afternoon to celebrate the new avenues and their first smart home. Uh, it was a wonderful event, and um, I thank them for opening their doors to the community and showing um, all the advances at, that they have put into that home and um, their residents off. It was a, a nice event, and that completes my report. Thank you, Ann. Next up, well, for the Telecommunications Commission, I think this would be our final report. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Madam President. Um, the, I just wanted to um, thank the uh, current members of the Telecommunications um, Commission for sharing their uh, time and talent on that commission. Um, and that concludes my report. Thank you, Beth. Moving on to the reports <coughs> of the Council Committees. First up for the Safety Service Committee, Council Member Gannam. Thank you. I have one item for Council's consideration uh, this evening. Um, I move to recommend the acceptance of a second year renewal of Cargill Inc. for the supplying of sodium chloride for the term of November 1st, 2023 through October 31st, 24, for use by the City of Brexville Service Department at the same pricing and terms presented in last year's public bid submission for the 22-23 season. Second. Motion by Gannam, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. <coughs> yes. Gannam. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Reidinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes. Seven A's, no nays. Thank you. And that concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Council Member Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. Streets and Sidewalks met earlier this evening, and we have nothing for Council. Thank you, Daryl. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. Utilities met earlier tonight, and we have no items for City Council. Thank you, Ryan. Next up for the Buildings and Grounds Committee, Council Member Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds met earlier today, and we have three items for Council mm -hmm. this evening. Uh, one, I move that Council approve a purchase requisition to JS Controls LLC in the aggregate amount of $6,308 for the gas detection system sensor placements in the police and fire stations. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Ganem, sorry. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganem. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Okay. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. Uh, I move that council approve a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $24,999 for the repaving of the building engineering building parking lot by the service department. No. Second. Okay. Motion by um, Kepke, second by Gannon. Thank you. Discussion, roll call. Russo. Yes. Gannam. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. 
Thank you. I move to recommend to council approval of a motion authorizing Donald G. Boning and Associates to provide the required requested surveying services to create a lot split consolidation plat on the permanent parcel number 601-34-004 and permanent that central school and permanent parcel number 601-34-003 the Comstock property and the requested legal descriptions and accompanying exhibits in the amount of $6,500. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Gannam. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. That completes my report. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Councilmember Savage. Uh, thank you, Madam President. The Legislation Committee met earlier this evening, and we have no items to bring to Council. Thank you, Beth. Next up for the Finance Committee, Councilmember Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Finance is one item for Council's consideration. Uh, sorry. I move that we recommend to Council approval of a purchase requisition in the amount of $500 to the Brexel Broadway Heights High School for an after-prom sponsorship. The purpose of these funds is to provide and support for a safe environment for our juniors and seniors to have a proper after-prom festivities. I so move. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Abstain. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Redinger. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes six A's and one abstention. <laughs> Anything else there? <laughs> that concludes my report for okay. finance. I, I believe Councilman um, Stuckey yes. has Yes. Councilmember Stuckey, you have an item for us. Yes, Madam President. I did miss one. It is the Glenwood Drive change order number one, the consideration of a motion recommending to Council approval of change order number one from the Glenwood Drive reconstruction project in the amount of $13,968.52. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Cannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. And now that concludes my report. <laughs> Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no A's. Thanks, Brian. Moving along to the report of our department heads. First up, the report of the law director, Mr. Matty. Thank you, Madam President. No report this evening. Thank you. Moving on to the report of the engineer, Mr. Wise. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report this evening. Thank you. Next up for the finance director, Ms. Tarasta. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. Moving on to the report of the building department on uh, behalf of Mr. Packard, Mr. Sinek. Thank you, Madam President. No report Thank you. Moving on to the service director, Mr. Weidig. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you, Ron. Moving on to the purchasing director, Ms. Reiser. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. Next up, the report of the Police Department, Chief Karinik. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Moving on to the report of the Fire, de fire Department. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, on behalf of our department, I'd like to thank Council and the Mayor for thank you, Chief. I went out of order, sorry. Moving on to the report of the Planning and Community Development Director. Ms. Thank you. Um, last up, Mayor. Thank you. 
thank you again for uh, the resolutions this evening. I know how, uh, how much it meant to those retiring and uh, those who have passed on their families. So uh, it's all part of uh, doing what we do here. So thank you. A shred day was this weekend on Saturday, and it was a great success. Steve Pachork said he got two truckloads of, uh, of food, and uh, we don't have the number of tons yet, but I'm sure uh, we'll have that very soon and we'll report that to council. Uh, you were sent a copy regarding the HR implementation that can be and is going to be delayed uh, to give council time to decide what, if anything, they're going to do regarding an HR department. Uh, for the future. Um, reminder again about Memorial Day, May 29th. Uh, step off at 11 a.m. Uh, we ask that you all meet behind City Hall and um, uh, we'll march to the, uh, or ride to the uh, cemetery where we'll have the uh, remembrance then. Um, the uh, police and fire department took place in a first responder career day over the weekend and uh, Chief, how did that go? Uh, for the fire department, we, we were able to give out some applications for our, for our tests. We were hoping for a bigger turnout on the fire department end, but overall, we're having to get some folks that were interested in if we're going to have some people taking our tests at the end of the month. There are a lot of uh, federal agencies that were there, too, so the competition was probably a little, uh, a little tough. But uh, thank you uh, for doing that, both, uh, both departments, for participating in that. Uh, the Civil Service Commission uh, is uh, going to be acting on, uh, it looks like they're going to be acting on uh, propagating their rule to allow uh, lateral transfers from other departments to the city of Brexville. Uh, thank you, Mr. Matty, for your input on that. Uh, the commission feels very strongly that the recommendation of Police Chief Karinik and uh, Fire Chief Zemiska to allow our city to consider lateral transfers from other agencies is something that we should we should do and at least have it on on our books in case the situation arises where we have someone who would like to laterally transfer it doesn't take away from civil service uh, their authority it doesn't take away from us giving tests to non uh, police officers but in firefighters that are just candidates at this point um, so that's, that's the good thing. It can be off of, off of two different lists. So they'll be uh, dealing with that. I think that's tomorrow. Uh, Chief Grenick is not, is that tomorrow? Or? I don't know if they make the meeting. I think they set it up for tomorrow the next day. So okay. we'll report to council fully on that. And uh, I think I'll ask their chairman, Mr. Stiefvater, to come and explain to council what that really means and, and how the, um, how we're going to implement that into uh, into our system. Thank you, Madam President. That ends my report. Thank you, Mayor. Um, are there any additional comments from Council? Uh, Joe, I'd just like to say welcome, and Ron, uh, I'd like to just say thank you. There are, are there any other comments from anyone in the audience? Okay, hearing none, I move to adjourn the regular meeting at 9.02. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. We are adjourned.